Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 94. Now, I'm going to be sharing with you my personal call to preach. Now, it takes about an hour to do this, so I'm going to give this to you in the very short form today. First of all, I grew up in a home that was not a godly home. The grandmother who raised me was a godly woman. She loved the Lord with all of her heart. She read us the Word of God on a regular basis. Anytime she could get us still, she would read the Bible, and she'd read it out loud, and she prayed out loud. So she prayed out loud for all of us, and many times I've heard my name called in prayer while I have been sitting in the presence of a woman praying because she prayed to God continually. And she prayed for us that God would save us, that somehow God would get us out of where we were there and how we were growing up and would do something with our lives. So I continually heard that. Now, first of all, I was one of those rejects and discards. I was the one that I would go into the neighborhood store and I would hear the ladies of the little town where the store was saying, there goes one of those little crisp boys. They're mean as striped snakes and they're never going to amount to a hill of beans. That's what I heard. Because you see, when you're poor and you're not in the in crowd, also people think you're deaf. And so they think you can't hear, but I could hear and I knew what they were saying. And as a little boy, that stuck in my my heart and my mind, and it greatly discouraged me. But as I grew, and I grew in rebellion, I grew in all the ways that uh, a man shouldn't grow, and I had no supervision or very little of it growing up. My grandmother never drove a car, never had a license, and so after my dad left, mom had left earlier. After my dad left, we were left without transportation, and so we had to walk or get a ride everywhere that we went, and our driveway was a half a mile long off the dirt road, and so we lived way back away from any kind of city line or anything like that. And so that's the way I grew up. And so I was not expected to do a whole lot and still not by most. And so the call of God upon my life was there from the beginning. Literally, when I was six years old, I wanted to know the Lord. I could remember his plan as day. I wanted to know him, but didn't know how to get to him and didn't know how he would get to me and find me where we were. I had gone to a, a Sunday school class and a vacation Bible school class and had heard the story of Jesus and his disciples. And I so wanted to be a follower of Jesus, but didn't know about that. As time went along in rebellion against God, God brought me to himself when I was 19 years old. I just turned 19 years old, and God radically changed my life. And I so wanted to serve him. I'd, I had always wanted to do that. I'd always wanted to serve him, but I felt so unworthy and felt like God could never use me. God could never do anything in my life. I was not that good in school, was not that smart, was not that bright, and had no connections and couldn't dress well and do all the things that I thought were associated with that. But I knew the call of God upon my life. You see, I don't identify with the Apostle Paul being struck down on the road to Damascus and his call of God to conversion and his call to ministry. I don't identify with Isaiah, who saw the Lord high and lifted up through a traumatic experience in his life when King Uzziah had died. And God called Isaiah. He purified him there on the spot and called him to do what he was called to do. But my call, I identify more with Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. 
because Jeremiah said this about his call. He said, the word of the Lord came to me and said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I set you apart. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am just a youth. And the Lord said to me, Do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all whom I will send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver them, says the Lord. Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and destroy and to destroy and to throw down and to build up and to plant. You see, that has been my lot in life. I have gone in and had to root out and pull down, destroy and throw down in order to build and to plant. That's been the ministry that God's given me. Out of the six things that God has given me to do, four of them had to do with rooting out, pulling down, destroying, and throwing down. Only two have to do with building up and planting. That's what I've done all my ministry. It seems like that many times I have done a whole lot more throwing down and destroying and pulling down and rooting out than I have done anything else. But so that was the ministry of Jeremiah, and so that has been my ministry as well. I didn't know that when I answered the call of God. I just knew that God had called me, and I could not escape it. Woe unto me if I did not preach. I knew I wasn't qualified. I knew I didn't have all of the abilities that others that I'd seen that God had called. I felt like I would never leave the county where I was at the time that God called me to preach. But I knew most assuredly that God had called me. And if God had indeed called me, that he would be with me. And that's all I wanted to know was just, God, are you with me? And when he gave me assurance that he was with me and that he was calling me, I said, yes. And my, what a journey it has been. I want to say this, and then I'll close. You see, we are either a success and failure in life by really understanding what it means to be faithful to God. And the scripture says so much about what constitutes faithfulness. Maybe that will be for another podcast, but I won't tell you what true success is. It is knowing God, knowing God's will for your life and doing it. Let me say it again. Success is knowing God, knowing God's will for your life and doing it. That's my prayer for you and for me as we're on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.